Hey everybody, it's Katie Clancy, the happiest person in real estate, and welcome to episode one of the happiest person in real estate. I am so pumped to have started this podcast. This is it. This is my first one. Can you tell? <laughs> I can tell. Anyway, today um, on episode one of the Happiest Person in Real Estate podcast, we're going to talk about my story, how I got into this mess, and more importantly, how I cracked the code for getting both happiness and wealth at the same time in this crazy business we call real estate. So let's see, it all happened way, way back. So today, um, I am doing amazingly well. Um, I'm on target to uh, hit $40 million volume in my uh, market area, which is pretty good when our average uh, sale price is in the high 300s. Um, I'm as happy as I can ever remember being. I'm healthy. My marriage is great. My kids are awesome. Like, I couldn't really ask for much more, but I need you to know that it was not always this way. In fact, it was very much different. So we're going to roll it back 10 years to, so we're in 2020 now, 2009 to 2010. I was in a very different place. I had one kid in preschool, actually more like daycare. I had one kid in elementary school. I had another one in middle school. Yep, that's three so far. And I had another one in high school. All girls say a prayer for my husband. Actually, <laughs> Say a prayer for me. Moms, you know what I'm talking about if you have daughters. Holy moly. But I got to tell you, it is, it's awesome. But it's challenging too. And um, so that's, that, that was my life. I had, um, I didn't have a lot of money. I wasn't doing really well. Um, I had, had gone through some stuff. We had, uh, we're sort of peaking in the recession at that point. Um, I had actually, when I started going to real estate a couple years before that, I was so smug about it. I was like, oh my God, well, I'm a teacher now, but I just don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to punch someone else's clock. I want to be my own boss. I'm going to go into real estate, but I'm going to do it right. And so I said, all right, so what does that mean? Well, that means that I'm going to keep my day job for a year. My husband's business is going great. I'm going to get all the kids in school before I start. This this will be great. And um, so I did. And that was when I just had the three kids. <laughs> I immediately got pregnant with my fourth one. Like, oh, all right. Well, I guess we're going to do this with a newborn. No problem. And like, so I'm, I'm going to roll with the punches. We're going to be okay. And then the first bank collapsed. And we're like, oh, oh, that seems like a bad thing. But, you know, it's just one bank. It'll be f Then another one dropped. <laughs> we're like, oh, hey, what's going on with the economy? My husband's business. Now, he was he's a contractor. I'm in real estate or trying to be. And both of like that recession was caused by a housing crash. And we're both in housing. You can imagine how the next few months went. My husband's business went under. He had to go start working for somebody else. We started getting late on our mortgage. We started fighting. Things were not good. I couldn't afford uh, much of anything, including contact lenses. Like, <laughs> I had to go to the like go to the eye doctor and they're like, you know, you I wear glasses. And like, well, and I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll get glasses. And she's like, you can't afford those come over here and like pulled out this drawer of like these 
just little tiny wire rim glasses with the smallest lenses. I, I felt like Ben Franklin. No, I didn't because he, he was doing much better than I was at the time. I, I, I had to wear like whatever I could get so I could see. It was, it was kind of depressing. In fact, that year, my mom bought my winter coat, which would have been cute if I was four, but I was 40. And it was demoralizing. And I really just felt crappy. Um, didn't take long before our house went into foreclosure. Like, just like crap is falling on us left and right. And it's not funny, but it's kind of funny. We, we did the math, my husband and I. We couldn't even afford to get a divorce, which we wanted so badly. We were just like, couldn't even look at each other. It was, it was bad. And uh, just when we thought it couldn't get any worse or better, I don't know. I got pregnant again. God knows how. Um, so now we have four kids. One of them's a baby. We have no money. We're losing our house. We don't really have jobs. And, um, and now we're going to have a fifth kid. Um, it wasn't funny at the time. It was, it was mortifying because we know how babies happen and we knew that we were not prepared for another baby, but whatever, that's what life handed us, so that's what we were doing. But we avoided telling people for a long time, actually until I was practically showing. And uh, so we make the announcement at Thanksgiving, and two weeks later I'm doing all the tests or whatever, and I find out, we find out, obviously, that the baby is not well, and this is not going to finish. This is this this pregnancy shortly ended and right right before Christmas and I have to say that was the absolute pit of my existence and I, you know, I'm a pretty happy person I was medicated and counseling and all sorts of things but I have to say that that dark dark place in my life ended up being a gift. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Um, but what I realized at that point, obviously I could not figure out my own stuff. I couldn't figure out how to get out of my own way. I couldn't, I, I didn't know which way was up. I just couldn't make my life better. But I just decided to try to focus on something positive. So I did two things. One, I started a gratitude journal, it was a very small journal because I didn't have much to be gra grateful for. I would, on the left side of the page, I would write the things that I was grateful for. And the right side of the page, I would pretend things were true that I was grateful for. And most of the time, the right side was way more full than the left side because there wasn't much going right. And so I would try to do that every day. And then I also realized that, like, like I was saying, if I can't figure my stuff out, well, at least maybe I could just pretend things are good and go, go say something nice to someone, go be nice to someone else and make someone else's day because I can't make my own day. And I started with my husband because I wasn't being very nice to him. And I gritted my teeth and I was like, I appreciate 
that you walked the dog today or whatever it was. And I would say nice things to him, like literally through gritted teeth. Like it killed me to say it. I had such a chip on my shoulder, but I like I didn't know what else to do. I'm like, try being good. Try being good to other people and start with the guy who said he'd spend his life with you. I'm like, all right, whatever, I'll try that. Well, it turns out, this is crazy. You're not going to believe this, but when you are nice to people, it, they like it. And then they're nice to you back. It's crazy. You should try it. So I'm like, oh my God, if it works with my husband, who else could it work with? So I started being super kind and looking to be literally a blessing to other people. It was a great distraction from my own problems. And in a weird way, it made me feel like awesome. I felt like I was rich and I was giving away a resource, and I was. And that was kind of funny. When I, the more I kept doing it, the more things started to improve in my life. And I started to actually get business. And my marriage was, like, getting pretty good. Like, maybe I don't hate his guts. Maybe, maybe he is pretty awesome. Maybe I do love the crap out of him. Huh. Who knew? <laughs> And so then I started to really put it all together and I, 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 you know, got a little bit more energy, did a little bit more research, went to, uh, to read some books. And when I was like, wait, wait, there's really something to this. Started to really add it up. And there's actually a number of, there's a tons of research to support what I did to, you know, that, that is a path to success. There's a whole lot of other things. And I ended up actually employing seven discrete principles to my business and to my life that have built me up to where I am right now. So way back then I prayed, prayed to just please, if I could just clear $5 million in volume in, you know, in home sales, I could, I could pay my bills and, and, and most of them anyway. And that would be such a relief if I could just, just do that. You guys, it's Q1 in 2020. My goal is $7 million this quarter. And you guys, I'm halfway there with what's under contract. Like, it's actually going to happen. It's crazy. I, I just can't even believe it. And what, what I'm hoping for is that you hear my story. Now, your story is going to be different, right? You've got your own problems. You've got your own challenges and your own circumstances. But you still get the same feelings. You still feel alone and desperate and sad and helpless, hopeless, all that stuff. I just want you to know that no matter what you feel there's a way out of it and there's a way to turn your business around and everything else in your life and what I'm hoping to do with this podcast is give you those tools and you don't have to be at the bottom of the barrel to take advantage of these this is stuff that can take you from where you are to where you never thought you could be it's it's amazing how powerful powerful it is when you have your head on straight and you employ the habits that you need in order to make your literal dreams come true. So I want you to tune in, see what happens next week. We're going to start next week and we're going to go through, we're going to go through each of the principles that I have 
identified there's there's eight of them and we're going to take it from there there's a lot more to come down the down the pike but we're going to start by going through the eight principles that I follow that bring me so much joy and money <laughs> I used to think I had to choose you you guys I have news you actually can have both it's crazy. It's awesome. It's the best thing ever. And if you're in real estate and you're starting to like doubt whether you can actually make all those dollars and have all that happiness, man, I am here to tell you, you can have it all. All right. So listen, if you, um, if you, if, if this rang a bell for you, stay with me for this ride. I am telling you, I'm going to take you with me up as high as you want to go. And if you're already where I am right now, I definitely want to hear from you. How did you get here? What can I share about your story? Maybe you can come on the show with me. I would love that. So two ways I want, two things I want you to do. First of all, connect with me on social. My handle is at hell yeah bacon. Yeah with an H. And if you could, so my business handle is at the Cape house. And if you like what you're hearing, make my day and subscribe to this podcast and share it with someone. That would just be amazeballs. All right, tune in next week when we talk about the absolute foundational principle that got me out of the hole and keeps me going today. All right, guys, get out there, be happy, make a boatload of money, and I'll talk to you next week.